Welcome, everybody. It is another Thursday. It is the end of the month. It is Thursday, June 30th, 2022. I am Brother Francis Revels Bay with another presentation of Clear Blue Radiance here on the Resident Essentials YouTube channel. This is a interesting day. There's so much going on in the world with so many people. It's uh, unbelievable. But I'm glad that I made it, uh, making it through the week. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, and I hope to be joined by many other people live today. Today's uh, presentation is, Can You Really Change Your Life? And Do You Have the Power to Do It Now? And before I get into that topic, I just wanted to let you know that I've been a spiritual counselor for over 40 years, and I enjoy helping people like yourself gain clarity in your life. And not only that, but to help empower you so that through this sense of rich empowerment, you could define your purpose if you already know what it is. If you don't know what it is, I can help you find your purpose. I can help you redefine that purpose so that your life can begin to blossom even more so, so that you could have a better sense of your direction in your own life. And you know, our purpose changes. It changes with age. It changes with where we feel that we're going in our lives. And we're having that going on a lot right now, right? Everything that we see in the news, everything you see in your neighborhood, everything you see going on in your family, it is about processing change. And processing change is not easy to do. But we have ways, and many of you, if you don't already know, I like to share meditation with people. Not only do I teach it on a regular basis, but I enjoy sharing that. Hey, Joanna, Rada, how you doing? Uh, this is like one of those occasions where I get to utilize meditation techniques in my presentations, and I'm going to do that today. So I'm not going to keep you on here long because we're building into this, you know, weekend, July the 4th weekend, and I have a very important day coming up uh, Saturday. Saturday will be my, um, for my Circle of Grace one, it's going to be, whew, I like planted the seed in 1974, so it's going to be 48 years. And for myself, I'll be celebrating on the second 48 years in this field as developing myself as a spiritual counselor. So this has been quite a challenge for myself and many other people like myself, no matter where you find yourself today in the world. So one of the things I want to talk about here, when we say, can you really change your life? And do you have the power to do it now? Who else is on here? Yeah, <laughs> I'm an old, old person. This is why I wear a hat. <laughs> I got that salt and pepper hair there. You know, my Circle Grace One is 48 years old as of this Saturday. And also, the Circle Grace one was further planted uh, about 14, 15 years later, even more so, 
1999. So I got on my path in 1974, fresh out of college. Didn't have a clue. So many of these topics that I'm sharing with you grow out of my life, my life's experiences. And I believe as a teacher, it's important that we teach from our experiences. This is how people get to know who we are. This is how people realize, hey, we're not higher than you. You're not lower than us. We're all on the same playing field. We just view life differently, and we have our life's experiences differently. So many times we believe that we are powerless. Now, how do we believe that we are powerless? Well, let's take, for instance, growing up. You know, when you come down the birth canal as a baby and you get exited out of your mother's womb and now you're looking at your mother, but you've been feeling her for nine months. Now you get to see what your father looks like and you've been hearing his voice for nine months. And if there were any siblings in the house, now you get to see what they are. But here's something that kicks into all of this. You got that energy known as the soul that's coming through with you at the same time and helping you create a personality. Your own individual characteristics separate from the DNA packed in there that's connecting you to mom and dad and all of those thousands and five thousands of generations before you. So, we have been taught sometimes, not all of us, some of us have been taught the right thing, what we might consider the right thing, so that we can maneuver through life, right? Life is like a river. But there have been many people, and we see it today, many people who don't have a good family structure. They don't have a good mom or dad or a good mom or dad who actually knows how to help them find themselves early in life so that they have an individuality when they hit school, right? Nursery school into further elementary school, middle school, high school, and then boom, college, right? Or, or those go on into industries right away after high school. So your parents are what? They're your first support ticket, right? They're the first ones that get to tell you who you are, get to remind you of who you are with your siblings and your relatives and your neighbors and your peers. What if you grow up in a household where all you're hearing is negativity? I remember living, renting a room someplace, and this guy would, he had no problem in cussing his son out. Now, his son wasn't yet a teenager. His son is, we're talking about an eight-year-old boy. And he would just curse at him all the time. But I realized that's what he knew how to do because that's how he was raised. And he thought, well, I'm toughening up, tough, making him tough for the world. I said, you might be making him tough for the world, but you're also, you're also taking away what's in here. And I remember he wanted me to teach his son how to play a guitar. And I said, well, you got to get him a guitar first. I'll help you go to the music store and we'll pick out and we'll bring him with us so he can pick out a guitar that he can talk whole. He don't need this big monster. He needs a child-sized guitar. Well, guess what? That boy looked 
to me every day for one hour class. And I was trying to teach him once a week, but I realized he needed every day. Why? Because I was the only adult in the house that wasn't cursing at him. But his father would curse at him. If he hit a wrong note, he'd be all over that boy. And one day I just had to take him aside and says, look, if you want me to teach him, I don't want you around him when he's practicing. Let him practice. But he didn't do that. And as time went on, he, he told his son some of the crudest things in the world. And guess what? His son, by the time he hit 15, he wasn't attending any classes. He's out there in the street with the wrong crowd of boys hanging out, doing things he had no business doing. But it was better to be with them than to go home and be with his dad. And he wound up at 18 when other children went to graduate. He graduated right into a local jailhouse. And he wound up being in prison one time, fortunate for him, he spent about three to five years, and then he got out. But when he went to a counselor, the counselor told him, well, how did you get here? And he began to break down and say, this man right here. I believed in everything he told me, that I was no good. So these are the things that happen to children all the time that we don't even know about. All right, here's another thing. So that takes away their power. Use the family as be the first structure where it can happen. If it doesn't happen there, it may happen in school. They might have a teacher that beats them mentally or they have a bully that they have to deal with in school. If they get through that, then they got high school, then they've got an opportunity to go to college and they could have a professor who brow beats them. So they don't have the power. The power is constantly being snatched away. So one feels powerless. But here's something that we don't realize that we often have. And but this is what we hear. Don't give away your power. Learn to take back your power. Well, I feel that we didn't demonstrate or execute it. Why? Because we didn't know that we have the power. The power is in here and the power is in the mind, but the power is in the body. When we think of the mind, think of the mind as the totality of your mental capacity, your emotional capacity, your physical capacity, and your spiritual capacity. Think of it as all rolled into one. You don't know where the power is. You don't know that you can turn on the switch for the power. So you don't know if you gave it away. But you might give it away because you doubt yourself. You don't have confidence. You have fear. Fear is controlling you. So you don't realize that you could be harming yourself because you don't understand just how powerful you really are. So we're afraid to use the power, you see. And here's another thing, going back to that example. We are letting other people tell us that we can't. 
This is why it's so important. If you have children, you tell them just how important they are. I have spiritual, I don't have regular children. I got spiritual children. And I never fail to tell them from eight years of age to 81, you got the power. You have it. I don't have it. It's inside of you. You were born with it. I didn't give it to you. The spirit of a man or a woman, a, a girl or a boy, is already embedded. This is why sometimes we need to not come home and flip on a, a TV set right away or watch a movie right away. It's okay to listen to some music, but it's better to listen to what? Pure silence. To go inside yourself. Hop in the bathtub, take that shower, relax, and get yourself to that quieter side of who you are. Get in the habit of hearing and entertaining silence. Why? Because you will regain the power. You realize that the power is on the inside, the power is sitting right there, it's like a light switch. And you're going to cut it on yourself. Here are five things to think of. Stop comparing yourself to others. We all do it. From a young person, right up to like a person like myself. Sometimes I have to catch myself like, how come I got this and this person got that? You might think, Brother Francis, you think that way? <laughs> Sometimes I slip. <laughs> Sometimes I slip and I go like, What? Two, if you know yourself, don't let others lead you away from yourself. If you know yourself, do not let other people lead you away from yourself. If they're leading you, they're misleading you. Why? Because they don't want you to wake up to something. They don't want you to put it in gear, that part of yourself that already is sitting there. Here's number three. Someone else's view or opinion of you is never your reality. Now that's something we all have to put here. We all have to plant that seed. We've been in relationships, right? And people are telling you from this viewpoint of who they think you are. They may not understand who you are. You could be in a relationship with somebody and you're the quiet person. And a person doesn't understand why you're quiet. They might think you're hiding something. You're not hiding anything. You just choose to be quiet and be observant and listen. Sometimes people can't handle that. They can't handle when somebody is listening to them intently. But in the process, we all are growing in different ways, right? Different levels, pulling ourselves up. Wanting to look better, feel better, do better, have more, or have just enough. Or realize there's always more than enough. So we have to change our whole mental scope, how we are viewing ourselves. And you certainly cannot be competing with other people. You certainly have to know yourself. You don't let other people draw up an opinion about you. 
Because if you get hung up in their opinion about you, then that opinion that they are saying about you is not you. You start falling into that trap where maybe that's who I am. No. And it may take a long time for you to explore and find out who you are. So be it. Take that necessary time to find out who you are. Here's another one, number four. You are who you say and think that you are. There was a guy that wrote a book, two books. I think his name was Charles Allen. So does a man thinketh, so shall he be. And then, hey, someone said, you're going to write it for men, write it for women. So that a woman thinketh, so shall she be. And it was based on a biblical scripture. So you got to think of who you are. You got to think about how you want to be. What part of you do you want to truly show to the world and express that part? You can only find that by going within. But here's one of the main things that all of this, these four are based on. Question. Do you love yourself? And do you love yourself enough? So ponder that for a moment. Do you love yourself? And do you love yourself enough? Or do you love yourself unconditionally? Because if you answer yes, then you have some keys inside. A key called strength, courage, Willpower, compassion, understanding, knowledge, wisdom. You come to the point where you learn how to forgive yourself for all the errors you have made. Well, you're going to make more errors. But you have to live with yourself, right? You, you have to carry yourself in such a way as my late mother would say and her sisters and brothers, carry yourself in such a way that when you go to sleep at night, you can sleep with both eyes closed and you're not waking up in the middle of the night. You're not waking up wondering, did I treat somebody okay today? Did I treat them good today? Did I treat myself well today? Did I treat my partner well today? Did I treat my parents, my elders, my friends, my coworkers, my neighbors, Hey, I have a, a four-legged furry animal in my house called my friend, cat or dog, or ferret. Did I treat them? Did I put that emotional, high-quality emotional energy around them? The fur family awaits us. We leave, and they wait on us. They have nothing else better to do but wait. And, and and cats, they can sleep forever and come down at the right time. They know when dinner's being served to them. They just know. The body clock tells them. Got a beautiful dog in your house. The dog knows when you're about to come home. Why? They can see you. They can feel you. They can smell you. And what do they do? They position themselves right in front of the door that you come through all the time. 
They know where to go. If you come through the side door, they're not going to wait for you at the front door. If you come through the back door, they're not going to wait for you at the front nor the side door, right? They're going to wait at the door that they know for you are going to come through. Because coming through for them is all they're looking forward to. From the time you leave until the time you come back. We should be like them. What are we waiting on? Are we waiting on something to happen outside ourselves? And when we do, it's like too late. I used to have a, uh, I still have a guy in East Friend. He used to say, it's too late in the evening. Meaning we waited too long and we missed our appointed time to be somewhere on time. To be somewhere to share our gifts. See, we are a gift to the world. We are a gift to ourselves. We have a dream and that dream becomes our vision. But we can become the vision. We can become the dream. We are the gift that the world is waiting for. But who are you waiting on? Yourself. We're waiting on ourselves to arise. To rise like the sun and set like the sun. That hang high in the sky. Literally shine our light bright. But we can't get caught up in competing with other people. Can't do that. We have to love ourselves enough. We have to realize there's more than enough prosperity and abundance in the world for everyone. And that no 1%, no 2%, no 5 3% can control it. Why? Because we see nature all the time. Nature has an intelligence. Right? Nature has an man can put as much garbage out there as they want to initiate, to control, to create weather. But nothing tops the will of Mother Earth. The divine womb is always in action. It has a consciousness that we must bend to. <laughs> we must go over there to that divine womb and realize it's here. We're living in it. And we don't have to be here and it doesn't have to contain us. It'll cut us off. Why? Because it loves itself enough to continue to be here. So, can you really change your life? And do you have the power to do it now? I want you to take a moment. Close your eyes. Get a sip of water or something. And kind of, hey there, we'll talk entertainment. Kind of take a moment. Just two minutes of your time. I want you to Think about your life's dreams and your visions. I don't want you to think about what people told you about yourself. I want you to go inside and realize you got some golden nuggets inside. You got some palm trees inside. You got some beautiful gems inside that you need to share with the world. I want you to do this. I want you to embrace yourself and I want you to be begin to rock from side to side. And I want you to begin to pat yourself like this. And I want you to begin to radiate from deep within your heart unconditional love for yourself. Know that you deserve that unconditional love. And it has to come from you first. And the more it comes from you, the more you shall see it from others. 
And as you're sending yourself this deep, unconditional love, you are solely empowering yourself with grace, forgiveness, understanding, compassion. And the more you breathe deeply and exhale, the more you share it with the world. You're no longer comparing yourself to other people. Your life is not a competition. It's not a race. You're just creating a better version of yourself every day. I want you to know that you are worthy through self-love. I want you to know that you can bless yourself through self-love, which is totally unconditional. You're going to make mistakes, but you're going to rise like the sun. You're going to commit an error here or there but you're going to rise every day in every moment. You're going to love yourself unconditionally. You're not going to wait for someone to bring you the love. You're going to love yourself. You're going to commit to unconditional love and grace, beauty and harmony. Why? Because you deserve it. You've heard that old cliche, that person thinks they are God's gift to the world. Well, hey, you are God's gift, divine source gift to yourself first. While you are loving yourself, putting all of this unconditional love and compassion on yourself, you will have more than enough and let it, let it, whew, let it overwhelm you to the point that it's just like a waterfall and it's impacting the lives of others know that you deserve every moment every minute every day every week every month every year every quarter you deserve unconditional love and if you don't give this unconditional love to yourself because that's where the power is. It's in your unconditional love. It's in the compassion that you have inside. If you do not give it to yourself first, you will not know how to share it with others. You will not think that you have enough time of the day to share it with others. But you're going to have to do what? You're going to have to make time. So before your day ends today, you're going to make time and you're going to send other people unconditional love. You're going to let it emanate from you so that when children look in your eyes, they see nothing but the sun and the moon and the galaxy twinkling in your eyes. You're going to love yourself so much that your body is going to love you back. That every cell in your memory bank, in your DNA, 
is going to release unconditional love and grace back to you and compassion and understanding back to you. Everything is listening to you. So can you really change your life? Yes. Do you have the power to do it now? Yes. You're doing it right now. I want you to thank you for joining me. Replay this, share this out with other people. This is Clear Blue Radiance. I'm the host, Brother Francis. May you have a better day than you had yesterday, a better tomorrow than you had this morning, a better evening than you had for some time ago. I want you to bless yourself with your love, your unconditional love, and share it with the world. My grace is your grace. I'll see you here next Thursday. I should be here at 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 12 p.m. on the West Coast. Central Time Zone, that's 2 p.m. And East Coast, that's 3 p.m. For another episode of Clear Blue Radiance here on the Resident Essentials YouTube channel. My grace is your grace. Until next time, remember that divine grace is a blessing as we're alive and well in the age of remembrance. And thank you for coming out and listening to me today. And may you have a wonderful evening. Yes, today's date is... <laughs> July 21st. Today's topic for, well, my presentation is Clear Blue Radiance. And today's topic is, and it's a short one, and I think I've talked about this before. This is our opportunity to come and share wisdom with you. Um, share what we know and what we have experienced and I think that most of you have experienced universally as well. My topic today is you can live an extraordinary, magical, creative life. You can live a extraordinary, magical, creative life. Now, one of those things you want to be aware of is this, is that you only simply have to be able to love yourself unconditionally. Many of us don't. Many of us have gone through this in numerous ways. One of the ways that we go through this experience is that we often find ourselves uh, belittled by others. And that happens when we don't have a strong base of self-love, when we do not... Um, allow ourselves to have better self-esteem. And esteem is to raise your energy to a sense of nobleness in your mind, to know that you deserve better. And so often we don't do that. Well, before I step into this full conversation with you, and feel free to leave your comments in the comment section here on Resident Essentials YouTube channel. I am Brother Francis Revels Bay, and this is Clear Blue Radiance. 
I've been a spiritual counselor for over 40 plus years, and I really enjoy helping people such as yourself, be you someone that's involved in a professional lifestyle or just what we call the everyday lifestyle. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom or dad, or you're a college student, or even a high school student, you know, you're on the up and up with yourself. Maybe you're a retired person. Maybe you're self-employed or not. But the bottom line is, I'm here to help you gain greater clarity for yourself, and also help you to discover your purpose, define that purpose for you, and with you, and maybe help you redefine it. Sometimes we are often changing um, the way we are all the time, right? We find ourselves changing, and we do, because life is about change. Life is not about stagnation. We should not see ourselves just sitting in one place, not doing anything. We should see ourselves always on the go. And so that's why I'm here, to remind you to be on the go, remind you to take better care of yourself, remind you that you could have a better life for yourself. And see, when we think about having a better life, it's not always just about gobs of money because you can have gobs of money and don't have the wherewithal to take care of that money. You can have, uh, you can live in a mansion and lose it like that. We've heard about people that hit lotteries, right? Humongous lotteries and in less than five years don't have a penny. And there's, there's other people who could hit the lottery and they still have the money. They're living off the interest. They're not blowing the money. So it's always, hey there, uh, Johanna. Nice to see you here. Johanna is our resident essentials astrologer and she's an excellent astrologer. So if you want to get some information about astrology, Go see Johanna. She's very good at it. Been doing it a long time. So, you know, when we're talking about these things, right, we're striving to do better, be better, have a better version of ourselves. And there's a lot of ways in which we can do that. And I'm going to talk about a very simple way. I've mentioned this method before that I've put together for myself and other people have applied it and other people may call it something else. So, because this is a universal set world, collective consciousness world, but we're also working on various levels. So, the journey called life, it's not always a bed of roses, okay? It's not a bed of roses for sure. It's, it's filled with a lot of ups and downs, right? Got the thorns of life itself. We've got a lot of challenges. We go through a lot of changes all the time. There's a lot of hurdles that we have to overcome. Now, you either jump, you could be like a track person, jump over the hurdle cleanly, or you could be like the the non-professional, maybe go around it or knock it over. But we can thrive. That's the important thing. We want to be able to thrive, not just survive. And there's ways that we have to start looking at ourselves so that we can do that, because that's very important. If we're not seeing ourselves correctly, if we're not loving ourselves correctly, we can't expect other people to love us or like us for who we are. And so what we have to realize is we have to make a choice 
is all about making choices. The late Reverend Ike used to say, if you want to be a success in your own life, even on a day-to-day basis, the first thing you got to do is decide to do that. Not be indecisive, but decide to do that. But he says, even before you decide to do that, you got to get to the level of understanding what it is that you are striving to do so you can thrive. So you got to know what it is first for yourself. Then you decide, okay, I'm going to do it this way or that way. And then you proceed, you follow through. In fact, that's the, I think in in the field of business, I know in network marketing, when I was doing it years ago, I didn't understand what people were talking about because there was different, so many different personalities. But now I do. They would always use these emotional words like take massive action, take this, but you can't take any action if you don't know what it is that you're taking action for. (laughs) If you don't know, if you don't believe or have confidence in yourself, somebody can tell you take massive action all the time and you'll just be sitting there. Why? Because emotionally, not mentally, emotionally, you don't feel good about yourself. So we can describe an excellent picture of ourselves every day. You can wear the finest of clothing or jewelry. You could describe being in a big mansion if you want. But if deep down inside, you don't feel like you deserve the best for yourself, you deserve these things, you're not going to be any of those things. And then there's also another way. Sometimes you don't need a big old mansion to live in. You just need a comfortable place for you. Now, if you have a family, that's a little different than you need a bigger space. It's not how big something is. It's the quality that matters, right? It's the quality of your own life. It's not the quantity. It's quality, value. How do you value yourself? And it's all, and we all do it. There's none of us here in life that's never run into some walls, that's never fallen off track, that never got to the point where we were depressed about something, where we didn't like ourselves or we didn't like what we were doing. We all have those times, those moments. And other people say, well, I seem to have it all the time. How do, how do I get out of it? Well, I'm going to show you a couple of keys in here <clears throat> that's going to help you. And they're very simple keys when you hear it. Okay, so what happens? We let other people sometimes push us down, push us back, hold us back, try to talk us out of our own opportunity for success. If you grow up in a household where no one in there strived to be something more than what they were doing. In other words, they seem to enjoy drama. We know there's a lot of people who attract drama into their lives. They go out looking for it. I remember I had a friend that that came and stayed here. I thought she would be able to stay a little longer in Albuquerque, but the minute she got here, she was doing the same things that she was doing back east. When she lived in a place that was peaceful, and she could afford the place. She lived in a place that was peaceful. 
the neighborhood was too peaceful for her. So she went looking for trouble. <laughs> and she found it. Because that's what she's accustomed to. She's accustomed to being in arguments with people. She was accustomed, accustomed to um, agitating other people or putting herself in position to be agitated. It got so bad that she thought that's how her life was supposed to be. People would visit her. I would go to her place and say, this is a nice place you got for yourself. I don't like it. I says, why you don't like it? Too quiet. Hmm? She left a place of outrageousness to come to a place that was giving her peace, and she still didn't like the peace because she was accustomed to being in an environment where people are mean, downright mean to each other. She felt more comfortable there than a place that's peaceful. So we have to choose. We have to make a choice. That's one of the things. Change is inevitable, as they say. Change happens all the time. But if you are doing nothing more than just seeking disruption, pain, all these things are first illusions because they come from the mind. They come from where we're thinking. They come from a place where we've been told that you're not going to be a success. You're never going to find the right person or right people in your life. You're not going to succeed as an artist, a musician, an actor, a dancer, a writer. Nobody in this family has ever had, had a degree. Nobody. Nobody in this family has ever been that successful. So why do you want to try that? It's been, it's been a failure. So you know right away what? Someone else's depiction of you and description of you is not your reality. If you got someone that you're living with and they're telling you, you're not going to amount to anything. Why do why you want to do something like that? Don't tell them your dreams. Don't describe the kind of parade you're going to have because they'll rain on that parade. Why? Because they themselves haven't ventured or made a change with themselves. So you start to also not just think this thing into reality for yourself and get emotionally excited about it, but you have to change your environment. You have to change the people that are in your environment. You have to find people who are sometimes not living so far above you, but living at least the next level that you're, you're striving to get to or recognize for yourself. Things happen, right? You have to realize that there's certain things you no longer need that's impacting and controlling your personal space. That's very important. You have to create personal space and you got to make that personal space larger for yourself. Your personal space can't be six inches. Your personal space is when you stick your hand out in front of you, fingers out in front of you, all the way around. That could be your personal space. You can double that, triple that. Some of us carry a big auric field, and it overlaps another's, and it happens. 
we, we are living in environments where pools of energy overlap each other. But if you establish a happy environment in your home, down-to-earth, practical-minded, if that's what you want, or heavenly if you want, sweet-smelling, aromatic, dancing, laughter, you create that atmosphere, that energy. And you could take a part of that energy with you out into the world. So, yes, we create our environment from our mind. And I like to quote Reverend Ike or paraphrase him a little bit. He used to say, go into the theater of your own mind, just like you're sitting in a movie theater or an opera house. And you're just seeing it. Or you're at a live concert and you see all the people outside. Don't see them as always different than yourself. See them similar to yourself, but see them greatly excited to see you. That when you're around uh, an audience of people like that, they're just as happy as you are. So, yeah, we're going to experience rough times. But some of these things have to change. Do you know that sometimes when we're experiencing these rough moments, we give away our power? You've heard that. People... Don't give away your power. But what is your power? Power is the result of force. Force is spirit. So you really can't give away your spirit because everybody's got their own spirit about themselves. They just have a way in which they present it. We might call that the power. That can impact or influence their environment or the people in it. But the first person you need to influence and impact is yourself. You're the first person. You're the first place. You have to do it in a loving and a joyful manner. Sometimes you might have to cut yourself out of a situation, but you don't necessarily have to burn the bridge. You just have to move to another level of the bridge. Just like people, I'm from New York, and there's the Brooklyn Bridge and the Queens Bridge and the Manhattan Bridge, and these bridges are made a certain way. You have all the traffic going east and west, right? Traveling out to Long Island or coming into the city. And there's several lanes, two lanes, three lanes, four lanes maybe. Maybe five lanes, who knows? But they have something called an outer edge of that main roadway of the bridge, which people can travel on. And if you look very closely on some of the bridges, not only do you see the outer edge that has one lane or two lanes, and in addition, there's a walking path, a bicycle path, that people can ride across the bridge when the weather's decent. They ride across the bridge, and there's a railing. They can look down and see the water, or they can walk. Okay, I've seen those bridges like that. kind of grew up back east in New York on Long Island. And then there's like a, seems like an under part of the bridge that you can drive on. There's an upper level and a lower level, which is cool. Now, but when you come out of the lower level, or especially when you're on the upper level, at some point, those levels, all of the levels merge. The upper level, the bottom level, underneath the upper level, and then the outer level. They all merge going through 
perhaps the toll bridge on the other end. Or if there's no toll bridge, you're just getting off. Life is like that. You have people traveling above you, people traveling beneath you, people traveling to the right and the left. You've got to pay attention. You've got to pay attention to the traffic in your life or the traffic you are creating. There's a way that you have to present yourselves to other people. Maybe you're this kind-hearted person, open-hearted, open-minded, and everybody else around you is like a shark. And you have to make sure you're not getting, what, eaten up alive <laughs> by, by, the, by the abrasive personalities that could be around you. Sometimes you got people who have very strong personalities, and they don't care how they speak to other people. As they say, I'm going to get mine, and you got to get yours. But usually, kind-hearted people do survive and then thrive because they know how to shield themselves from that kind of energy. So not working on yourself is not a good thing. You always want to do what? Work on yourself. Now, the only way you can do that is what? Make yourself a priority. Make yourself a priority. Someone told me the other day is, I'm working too hard. You got to take a break. That's what I did last week. I chose not to broadcast last week so I could just take a break. That was essential. Rather than getting on my phone and talking to all my clients all the time or talking to some friends, I chose not to be on the phone. Took my cell phone and put it in silent mode. And people were calling. And then I'd shut it off. People were calling all the time. Where were you? I was, I'm looking for you. Hey, I got to take a break sometimes. I can't be that open 24 hours a day. So we have to take better care of ourselves. We should look at ourselves as being number one. That's essential. Now, here's another thing. Because if we're not helping ourselves or making ourselves better, whether it's eating better, exercising, and sometimes you can do too much exercise and hurt yourself. <laughs> the body needs balance. Yeah, it needs motion. Yeah, it needs nourishment. But the body's attached to a head. And the body has a consciousness just like the head has a consciousness. So... Everything is listening to us all the time. Everything. Johanna says, Clarity is the hardest part for me. I have a million different thoughts and my mood changes every day, every day so being consistent is a struggle. Yes. And guess what? Same for me. <laughs> That's why I'm talking about it. I always like to talk about the things that I know that I've experienced that other people have experienced. Why? Because we all have this. And you have it greater. I'm a single man. You have it differently. You are a mom. Not just an astrologer. You're a mother. So you got more going on and more happening than I have. Am I right? <laughs> yes. Pisces represent. <laughs> well, I have spiritual children. And I have spiritual children in the form of adults who call me. And sometimes they forget that um, I'm dealing with more than one of them. I might be chatting, texting through the phone with one. 
I might be talking to another one. I might be, um, yeah, I might be, you know, we're multitasking. And when I just can't do it anymore, then I just tell everybody that I'm normally chatting or texting with, I'll text with you later, chat with you later, where we can actually see or hear each other. And then sometimes I just have to shut down altogether. I can say one thing. I'm glad I'm 70, right? Because now I don't have to get up to bust out of here to a job. I'm I'm glad that the universe, my parents, my especially my mom, who was my first spiritual teacher, put me in a position to, hey, this is the path that you're going to be going on. And you got to explore it. You got to understand it. You can't chase it down. You got to study, 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 and then apply. It's not for everybody. But here's something that's not for everybody. Living or working or experiencing people who are negative. I remember um, not too, not too, just not really far ago. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Someone invited me, because I'm on TikTok, someone invited me to listen to them on TikTok. Because they were live. When I jumped over there, I was on there no longer than 30 seconds, tops, to a minute. Why? Because all I heard, heard was vulgar language. And the person was blasting somebody that was listening to them. And they just went on and on and on. I was saying, I don't need to hear that. Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Pisces. But I'm very emotional and I'm very sensitive. And I'm going to pull that energy into my world. I don't want that. So I got off right away. Got off. That was a way of shielding my emotions, not allowing poisonous energy to come into my space. We have enough as it is. So we can spend too much time helping others and fail to help ourselves. We are not doormats. None of us are. Whether you're in here coaching, mentoring, teaching, uh, you're a practitioner, whether you're in the metaphysical and the spiritual way or a cult way, however you do it, you are not somebody's doormat. People have to take care of themselves. We're not like the old-fashioned doctor who came to your home with our trinkets, our bags, our medicines to help you. And then we nurse, nurture you. And then we get your folks to do it, your partner. Then we tell you, you got to come into the office. It doesn't work like that. People have to do the work, whether, they, whether it's painful or not. They still have to work on themselves. It does not matter what profession you feel you are in. We must consider and devote our energy to helping ourselves first. You can be a professional athlete, musician, actor, operatic singer, writer, chemist, <laughs> pharmacist, police officers, military officers. You still got to work on you. And if you have a partner, a life partner to be with, you got to let the life partner work on themselves. Sometimes they got to work on themselves individually, solo-wise. And then you two come together and you work on things together to help each other. And the same if you have children. 
The only ones that are working on themselves are the fur family. <laughs> they, they, the cat and dog going to lick themselves first before they lick you. <laughs> Take care of themselves. Another thing here is this. Feed yourself positive experiences. Feed yourself positive experiences in the form of having higher positive energy environments to be in. So let's say you like going to the museum. Museum has positive energy. You can go in that museum, there's either a lot of people or a few people or just you and those who work there. Why? It's harmonious. It's clean. You can just take your mind off your everyday quote-unquote struggle, everyday life. You can go to a restaurant or a cafe, in, indoors and outdoors, get a meal for yourself, take a book, and read. You can go to a movie and check out some movies if you want to have to be out. You can go window shopping, go to the mall, just walk around. Do something different. Change up your environment. You can walk out into nature. Or maybe you live in a place where you have created nature indoors and outdoors. Or maybe you got a gazillion movies you can watch. I'm a big fan of the fire stick. I'm excited now. I'm like, Alexis. <laughs> Going on and on and on and on. But eventually, I'm not just watching a movie. What am I doing? I'm distracting my mind enough so I'm not thinking about work. I got a kitchen. I'm not the greatest of cooks, but I'll go in there and make myself a nice salad now. Make myself a nice soup. Throw out some soup I made months ago and enjoy it. We have to do something to break a pattern of behavior. So that's important. We have to create more balance in our lives. There's a way to peace, harmony, and happiness through balance. And we got to generate it, not from another place, but from within ourselves, because this is important. If we're not creating and doing these things inside ourselves, we can't expect someone else to deliver it to us. You can, you got to have it from within. That's the place where you need to be within. Then you're comfortable within yourself. Then you radiate this into the world, your immediate surroundings. Put a smile on your face. I do my best to greet everybody on the street or in my apartment complex with a smile, not with a frown. There's days when I'm not smiling all the time and I don't feel like smiling. At least I'm being honest to myself. But when I go outside, I don't put what's in here on them. We experience many people who do that. Many people come around us, especially those of us in the field of caretakers, servers, you name it. We're helping people with the wisdom that we understand and know. And then other people just want to dump their stuff in your space. Like they have nothing else better to do. They know you're kind-hearted. That happens to a lot of waterside people, especially Cancerian people and Pisces people. People just drop their stuff and run. Now, it don't happen if you got a lot of Scorpio in you. <laughs> I got that in me, too. And sometimes I go, okay, I got to be more like a shark here. Somebody's coming to dump some energy, and I stiff-armed it. No, can't drop it here. I'm not going to let you drop it here. Learn to take that stuff with yourself. 
So we got to create boundaries. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yes, but we can't be the sponge anymore. We can't be that way. So we have a person here named Dini, status official. How you doing there? Welcome to Resident Essentials YouTube channel and my program here every Thursday is called Clear Blue Radiance. And I'm here to impart my wisdom and knowledge on metaphysics and spirituality, but things that we can use every day. So we have to choose to be happy and make ourselves happy. No one can do that for you. Sometimes people take things the wrong way. They get into relationships and expect a partner to make them happy. We, the partner may love doing that sometimes, but that's not what it's about. You're supposed to bring happiness to the table. You have to work on that happiness, making yourself happy. And yes, in this human physical form, sometimes you're not going to be happy, but you've got to overcome it and bring the happiness out. Don't expect other people to make you happy. Make yourself happy. So here's this mirror meditation. I call it a mirror method. Other people may call it something else. But when you first get up in the morning, after you've done your, as they say, your ones and twos, <laughs> if I could say that. Anyway, after getting up in the morning, wiping your face clear, the minute you touch your face and washing your hands or taking a shower, while you're in there showering, while you're in there bathing, this is what you want to do. Start giving yourself a pep talk. Find some kind things to say to yourself. Maybe write it down on, a, on some cards. Write down some affirmations about yourself. Remember, you have to make yourself happy. You can't expect anybody else to make you happy, to create happiness in your environment. You must be the creator of that environment and what you put in there. What you put in your mind is going to come out of your mouth eventually. What you hear and see is going to come out of your mouth eventually. So you have to begin to create things differently. When we start creating things differently, we start feeling much, much better about ourselves. Here's a few things you can tell yourself. I love you. I love you so much unconditionally. You just have no idea yet how much I love you. And as you say those words, you don't want to rush them out of your mouth, out of your mind. You want to feel the words because that's very important. You have to feel the energy behind the words. And here's something else you might want to do, too. You want to look at the reflection of yourself in the mirror. And you want to speak into that part of yourself, but speak as if you are your higher self, because that's where it's coming from. You are your own higher self. We all have one. That's the part of us that's connected to the divine source. And so when we could do that, we can feel better. Well, Dini, I'm here 
on Resident Essentials channel. This is where I'm at right now. So, um, this is what I do every day. I don't broadcast every day on Resident Essentials, but I broadcast every Thursday. I'm going to start broadcasting because I have a book back there I just came out with. I'm going to start broadcasting it live. So, uh, tune in to Resident Essentials or find me on Facebook as Brother Francis Rebels Bay and you'll see what I exactly what I do. Well, let me get back to this because I don't want to keep us on here too much longer. I have clients waiting for me online to connect with. One of the things that we want to do when you do this mirror technique is this. Look yourself firmly in the eye, reflection of yourself. Or you might want to look just above the horizon of your eyes in the mirror. Look yourself in the forehead. But you want to project your voice from here. Not just here, but from here. And relay that in to the energy field. You want to describe yourself as who you see yourself as at the moment, but better. You want to love your face, your hair, your hands your body, but you want to uplift yourself with positiveness. You want to hug yourself so you can rock into that energy. It's all about self-love first. We can't take care of other people if we are not taking care of ourselves. We have to create boundaries at the same time. That mirror method, mirror meditation, it's a, it's a boundary. You got the mirror hanging on the wall, whether it's a short one like this or a full-bodied one, and you're standing in front of it. But most of all, it's hearing what you are saying. So let's go into like a little short meditation. And I just want you to hear the words. And this is something that you can allow it to be a part of you if you like. Because anything I do, you don't have to accept. <laughs> I'm just here presenting ideas. I've been in this field for 48 years. That means I got started immediately when I graduated from college. Pushed right into the element and started working. That's since 1974. So I've been pretty consistent. And that doesn't mean I've mastered anything or mastered anyone. It's about mastering yourself. So I just want you, if you want, to close your eyes for a moment. I want you to relax with some deep breathing. I want you to place your tongue to the roof of your mouth behind your two front teeth. And as you do that, you're connecting with the channel of energy front and back. And I want you, if you have a mirror around you, I want you to look at that mirror. See your own reflection. And if you don't, I want you to create it in your mind. I want you to feel the energy emotionally throughout your body. And you can say something as simple as this. I affirm each and every day that I am a loving person. You can say your name. 
Every step I take in my own life is overflowing with unconditional love. And as you say these words, or any word or phrase you use, I want you to feel it tingle inside your body, outside your body. I want you to smile into it. Just like this. You know, every moment of the day, I'm feeling better and better. I love who I am. I love who I am evolving. I'm becoming. I enjoy creating a better life for myself. And I can feel this life and I love the life that I'm creating right now. It's one of joy, peace, harmony, and happiness. It's overflowing abundance and prosperity. Better health, no aches and pains throughout my body, just liveliness, joy, love, peace. I feel greatly self-empowered now as I speak these words into my life. Every day I'm meeting people who are friendly, happy, intelligent, bright, jovial, who can laugh at themselves like I'm willing to laugh at myself. I'm no longer a sponge. I don't soak up anybody's energy. I only soak up the goodness of my own energy to share it with the world. We used to say in a solar rejuvenation community, we eat the sun. We bathe in the sunlight at sunrise and sunset, but especially at sunrise. And we eat the sunlight, eat the rays. Consider doing that for yourself. Being in a place where there's positive people, positive energy, radiating higher. If you're not in a place like that, you create it for yourself. In fact, that's what you should be doing. You wake up in the morning, create the energy for yourself. Throughout the day, ride off that energy, create some more. Come home, ride off the energy, create more. Before you go to sleep, within the hour before you go to sleep, Start projecting how you want the next day to be. Embrace the light that's on the inside of yourself. Speak positive words, which can bring positive energy into your life. I want to thank you for tuning in. You can always come back and replay this. This is Clear Blue Radiance, and I'm the host of Brother Francis Revels Bay. Well, if you're ever in the city of Albuquerque, you're pretty close to it every Saturday, for the most part. I'm there from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, sharing my Creative Pathwork Meditation series with those who are in attendance. And there's a small fee, and we can take care of that. You can always email me to find out more information by email, emailing me at iam.circleofgrace with the number one at the end at gmail.com and I can give you the information on how to pay for your classes. You know, Resident Essentials is a wonderful place to be in. Johanna is there, I think, every third Saturday. I know she's there once a month 
And for free, you can come in and participate in her orbital astrology group. It, she gives a lot of information in detailed format. And it's for beginners, intermediate, advanced people, or people who just love astrology. Come on down to 3107 Eubank Boulevard, northeast, just north of the intersection of Eubank and Candelaria, inside of the Scottsdale Shopping Village. Door number 34. There's a beautiful black door with a jealousy window. Come and learn. She's there when she's giving it. It's from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Contact Johanna and find out when it is, when the next one is. Every second and fourth Saturday, there's Spirit Circle with Donna of Dominion Tarot, and she helps you to discover your spiritual talents, gifts, and skills, how to recognize them, and how to exercise them, how to build upon them, how to bring it out. You need to come in there because, hey, it's it's open from Tuesdays through Saturdays, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. We're closed Sundays, but on every second Sunday, we have a, a psychic fair from 12 to 5. Admission is free, and then you just pay the readers whatever their fees are, and you can get some great information. I'm one of the people there doing celestial IM drawings and angel of grace readings and things coming through my ancestors to give you insight and information. Tons of people in there working. Michelle Vidal, the owner of Resident Essentials, shows up on Mondays (laughs) at 12 p.m. right here on Resident Essentials' YouTube channel offering metaphysical teachings and principles to you. On Tuesdays or Wednesdays, usually at 12 p.m., is Donna of Dominion Tarot. And she's giving you information that you can utilize with a one-card reading and a topic for the moment that she gives you. She's doing that. But guess what? On Sundays at 3 p.m., Johanna Rader is doing astrology. And she gives you an astrological forecast for the week, starting on a Sunday, ending on a Saturday. It's very, very good, potent information. Come to the Resident Essentials, the group, and join or see what's there and join in. And uh, Michelle will let you in there if you want to really be in there. You've got a lot of other people who are connected to Resident Essentials, such as uh, this lady by the name of, I think her name is Shirley Chessman. And Shirley gives tarot scopes every week, a tarot scope. We have a person from India by the name of Arya, and Arya comes on and she has a a spiritual message for the week. We have someone by the name of Rosemary Navarra, and she gives you card uh, reading. Not a card reading, but she gives you a, a message from the tarot cards. And she uses different kinds, crystals and so forth. So you want to, like, stop in, meet many of us. If you're here to meet us at the Psychic Fair, do that. Saturdays, you can come in and you can meet Michelle Vidal. She's there every Saturday. She's there on other days, too. So you need to stop by Resident Essentials 3107 Eubank Boulevard Northeast, just north of the intersection of Eubank Boulevard Northeast, Candelaria 
Boulevard Northeast inside the Scottsdale Shopping Village Suite Number 34. You can't miss the sign because you ride past this National Chicken Place on the left, and then there's an opening, then there's a series of parking, and that first building that's green with a black trim is Resident Essentials. And as you pull up, you'll see the sign. So I'm Brother Francis. Thank you for coming here for Clear Blue Radiance. It's ready for me. It's time for me to take off now, get off. I've been on a little too long, but I want to share this information to you. I want to thank anybody that's been watching us live and also seeing us come on here uh, and replay. Uh, back there, that's my logo. Back there, Circle of Grace One. It's now on a fishing jersey that'll be around the world. Not my fishing jersey, a cousin of mine, the cousins of mine down in Atlanta put that logo <laughs> on the back of a fishing jersey. I have a book that I just came out with. But if you want to find out more about what I do, when I sign off, email me at iam.circleofgrace1 at gmail.com, and I'll lead you to my website. We can check out other things. All right, it's time for me to go. Thank you for being here. My grace is your grace. I'll be back next Thursday at 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, which is 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 2 p.m. Central and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Clear Blue Radiance with another topic to present to you. Until next time, remember that divine grace is a blessing as we are alive and well in the age of remembrance. See you real soon. And thank you again. Next Thursday, 1 p.m. Alrighty. And thank you if you're listening to this on Anchor. This is Brother Francis E. Revels Bay. I'm the founder of the Circle of Grace One, which is a spiritual and metaphysical ministry to itself. It is also the Circle of Divine Grace and Remembrance. I teach metaphysical and spiritual classes online and in person. I do spiritual counseling. My website is www.circleofgrace, with the number one at the end, dot us. And you can read about all my classes and things that I'm doing. Be sure when you put it into the browser that you type in HTTP colon double forward slash www.circleofgrace, with the number one, right at the end of grace, dot us and it will go direct to my website if you have any questions you can always go to the contact page on there and drop your message there i'm on instagram as i am dot circle of grace one i'm on facebook as circle of grace one fan page i'm on there as brother francis e revels bay on my personal profile page i'm also on twitter you can find me on Twitter as Sir, S-I-R, of Grace, I-N-S-T, with the number one, okay? And that's on Twitter. So thank you so much. Oh, and if you want to follow me on TikTok, occasionally I pop up with some information, short videos on TikTok. I'm known as 
pyramid one sun the number one then sun s-u-n pyramid one sun thank you so much i've written a book called my sixth book out on amazon it's called the key to life is numerology subtitle is your name and date of birth through the study of numbers 204 page book you're going to get a lot of good information you're going to find out about my colleagues that I mentioned in the introduction. In fact, one of them wrote my foreword, and he's also in there. So tune in. And also, since I'm still here on Anchor, this Monday coming up, Monday, July 25th, 2022, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to be online live with Lloyd live with Lloyd on Facebook. Uh, it's also called Numbers in You on Instagram and YouTube channel with world internationally renowned astro numerologist, my longtime friend of 44 years, Lloyd Strayhorn. And he's going to interview me. We're going to talk about numerology and some of the concepts of numerology. This will be my third time on his program, but I've been on his programs forever with him. And we're going to talk a little bit about my new book, The Key to Life is Numerology. And that's going to be this Monday, July 25th, 2022 at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can pop in, you can ask a question, you can get a quick mini reading from himself and myself. I'm Brother Francis E. Revels Bay. Thank you for your time. Clear Blue Radiance here on Anchor. Have a great day a great Friday, and a great weekend.